everybody. I'm Pastor Mark Lewis Johnson Sr. and welcome to On a Mission. I'm so excited to bring this broadcast to you because there are literally millions of people out there doing some great things for the kingdom of God that you've just never heard about. They quietly go through serving, doing their jobs and making a difference not only for the kingdom of God but in society as well, having an impact on lives. And I'm so excited to bring this addition to you because on today's broadcast, we have the chaplain of the Cleveland Indians baseball team. We have Alex Ennis. Pastor Alex Ennis is going to come on today's broadcast and share with us just some insights on what does it mean to be a chaplain? What's the role of a chaplain? And how is it that a chaplain makes a difference in a major league baseball team? See, one of the things we don't really see, we see a pitcher who's pitching a ball. He may throw a fastball over 100 miles per hour, but when he goes home, there's a lot of challenges that he has to face. You may see a catcher protecting home plate, but when he gets home, he has some protecting to do over his family and his life. You may see a center fielder out there catching fly balls, and you never think to yourself anything about his personal life. Well, the chaplain provides protection, support, and prayer for those those individuals who are players, but not only for their players, but for, for their family members, for their relationships, and really gives them an opportunity to stay stable throughout the year. So I'm so pleased to have Pastor Alex Ennis, and he's going to share some great things with you in an interview where I got a chance to catch up with him to just see how things were going as a chaplain for the Cleveland Indians baseball team. Alex Ennis, and I want him to introduce himself and share a little bit about his ministry. All right, I'm Alex, um, pastor of Gateway Church in downtown Cleveland. Uh, started with just uh, me and my wife and the dog. We counted the dog because we had nobody else. <laughs> hey, tell me about your ministry, though. I mean, yeah. has, has it over the years, has it going and those yeah. kind of things? Yeah, we primarily reach young professionals, so people in their 20s and 30s uh, for the most part. They don't have much of a church background, if any at all. Uh, occasionally we get the Christian that comes in at wants to help our ministry along, uh, but it's grown there in downtown, and then we help plant uh, Gateway Church West uh, over there on the west side, and they're doing extremely well, and they meet uh, in Archie Jones School, and so about 160 is probably their average, and baptized, I think, up to 60 people now, so they've done great in the last two years, and then we just recently launched last year, October the 23rd, Gateway Heights, uh, and they meet there on Coventry Road, and they're already averaging probably 140, 150 people, um, so it's it's been great, and we just our heart for the church is to plant churches, but then also come alongside other churches in the city who are trying to get the job done. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'm doing a lot more than that. The Lord is really causing you to do a lot of different things. And talk a little bit about your role with the Cleveland Indians. You know how all that came together. Uh, I was asked this last year to be the chaplain with Cleveland Indians, and um, we started there, and I knew no one, and so it was very intimidating to walk in there and those guys just basically being informed I was there chaplain, um, which I thought, well, this ought to go well. Uh, no, nothing like someone being told, hey, this is your guy, and him saying, can we re-vote? Uh, 
<laughs> so anyway, but God was good. Um, I formed a lot of relationships with those players, several non-Christians, um, whom uh, one of them I got to go fully to the gospel presentation with. He has not made a commitment yet, um, but he didn't reject me or say, get stay away. He's actually gotten closer to me. Um, and so the cool thing is, uh, as the season closed here just this past Sunday, we had 12 of the players come in the chapel. And at the beginning of the year, we had three. <laughs> so, so it really grew, and several non-Christians who were checking out Christianity, and then some of those who are solid believers, um, and then others that, you know, we just started forming relationships with. And uh, so it's been really good. Um, I think the most honorable moment of that was uh, one of the players had asked me to pray with him uh, in private. And so prayed with him, and I watched him, you know, during the game, you know, and, you know, because you know what happened, but no one else does. They just think, oh, he's just out there playing ball, but you know what he's going through. And after the game, I didn't send him anything or whatever else. He texted me back, and he said, it is an honor and a privilege that you are my chaplain. And that really blew me away. I mean, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Um, and so at that moment, you realized, wow, you, all you did was pray for the guy. You know, I couldn't fix anything. You know, I can't do anything with the issues that he's facing, but it meant so much to him. And, and because of that, it meant a lot to me as well. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to belabor it, but, you know, being as an athlete, you know that trust factor between the two. Um, being a pastor and also a chaplain, you never take advantage of their role, their, those kind of things. Um, that's a tribute to, to who you are as a person. Have you found that some players are like kind of like that because they really don't know you? And they, um, what's it Yeah, I, I'm sure they're looking for the angle. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I let them know that in one of the uh, chapel meetings, um, you know, how baseball chapel does its funding and that I'm a volunteer, one of the guys immediately blurted out, you don't get paid? <laughs> and I said, well, not from here. Uh, I get paid through my church and that sort of thing. I'm a volunteer. And they're like, you don't get anything? I was like, well, I get my expenses, but you're a block over from where my church is. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that, you know, there's a huge expense here. And it was kind of like the light bulb went off in some of them. Now, some of them already knew that, but the ones that would be either not a believer or they haven't really been around chapel that much, there is always the angle because they get asked all the time by somebody, can I get a ticket? Can you sign this? Can you sign that? You know, can you do this? And so I don't do any of that unless, you know, someone has offered before and said, hey, would you like tickets to a game? At that point in time, well, yeah, I want to take my family to a game. I'm not, I'm not a dummy. Uh, well, I may be a dummy, but, you know, uh, but I'm not supposed to cross that line. Um, just like I wouldn't do that necessarily with anybody in my church either. I wouldn't go to them about certain things like that. that that's kind of sensitive and can kind of break some relationships. So, yeah, they're always wondering in their mind, what's your angle? And then after a little while, the good thing is, and you know this, Mark, um, players take cues from other players, right? And so if you're in with one player and they see him as kind of one of the clubhouse leaders, it's kind of like, oh, he must be okay. Okay. You know, he must be okay. And, and they take cues. So it's not like they have to necessarily meet me as much as it is, oh, he's over there talking with that guy, and that guy doesn't seem put off by him. As a matter of fact, that guy asks about him, but he must be okay. Gotcha. And so that helps. Yeah, that makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. Now, now, as you, and now, last question. How, how 
are you, what's happening inside of you? I mean, you're, you've, you've done so much. You saw all these plant churches started. Uh, you had Nexus, which was a great vision. And then see God do something different there. Right. Now, your know, family and also with Cleveland Indians, what's happening inside of you as a pastor that may not have been there before? Are you just more tired? Which, <laughs> like, what's, what's happening inside of you as you discover this, this um, journey that Christ has you on? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is reminding yourself why you do what you do and that through the successes and through the failures neither one of them really are about you right okay. now you can own failures and sometimes we own failures more than we own you know success but we can't say to ourselves look what i did here right. all right and then if you failed it's like oh well no i i didn't really do that you know right right and at the end of the day it's about god yeah. And and what he's up to yeah. and what yeah. he's doing mm-hmm. through it. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned to just understand the role of the servant. Mm-hmm. That the servant can't take credit yeah. for anything. Yeah. You know, the servant doesn't go, look at what all I built. The master mm-hmm. would look at the servant and go, what? <laughs> you know, what did you say? You know, oh, well, sorry, mm-hmm. sir. You know, um, so I think that's what God's really been doing in my heart is to understand that my identity is in him. Mm-hmm. That he he breathes life into things, mm-hmm. and just like Job said, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Yeah. It is about the Lord, right. and and when you do that, it really helps you when you go through times of loss, mm-hmm. and when you go through times of prosperity. Right. Uh, a wise pastor once told me, the worst thing in ministry is the slightest bit of success, oh, yeah. because it goes to your head, yeah. and you think, man, look yeah. at what I did, and it's like, well, now wait a second, mm-hmm. did the Holy Spirit draw those people, or did you draw? those people. Right. Well, we know what scripture right. says and we go, okay, maybe the Holy Spirit did, you know, yeah, yeah. and we begin to backtrack and we realize yeah. it is about him yeah. and it's only going to be done to him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Pastor Mark Lewis Johnson Sr. Thank you so much for tuning in to On a Mission. You just heard from Cleveland Indians chaplain, Pastor Alex Ennis. There he shared some insights and behind the scenes of what it means to be a chaplain. Well, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Check back periodically. We still have so many great people on a mission. We want to bring them to you to inspire you and to keep you focused on what God has in store. May God bless you and keep you in his perfect peace.